Hey everyone, welcome back to Three Dumb Blondes. In this episode, we talked to psychic medium Katie with Clarity with Katie, and she is amazing. Cody and I interviewed her. Unfortunately, Michaela had to work, but let's see what she had to say. Hey everyone, we're here with Katie, psychic medium. We're going to ask her a couple questions. Let me find them. So, Katie, how are you? I'm super. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. It's exciting. Yes. Because I came and saw you one time, and it was, like, amazing. So, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And I always talk about it. So, how did you discover that you were a psychic medium? So, I think I've always been a psychic. I've always been able to connect and read with people. Um, but my mediumship really came in for me... Um, after having a near-death experience. I got really sick with pneumonia right after my daughter was born. Uh, This was early in 2015, and um, they couldn't figure out why I was, like, getting so bad so quick. So they ended up needing to put me um, on a ventilator and induce a coma. And so I was in a coma for a couple weeks, and obviously that totally changed things around for me. Um, there was no evidence to support me waking up from this coma either. So it was totally a miracle that I even survived it, Mm -hmm. but, um, definitely came back, uh, with a new set of talents and it took me a while to kind of figure out exactly what was happening. I was going to say, did you just come (laughs) out and you were like, Oh, I can like talk to dead people. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Thankfully I had always been like interested Mm -hmm. in it and I'd always been spiritual and I've like experienced a lot of death in my life already so I always felt a presence of spirit or looked for signs or symbols or messages anyways Um, but this just made it a hundred times more clear Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and easy and unavoidable yeah (laughs) I kind of like well we talked last time and I was like saying you were like I feel like you feel him and I was like well I try to but I can't and I have been noticing more I mean obviously it comes in waves like the grief but I've been noticing like I literally feel like I can I mean I can't see anything or like hear anything or smell anything but like I just sometimes have this like feeling of knowing of knowing yeah right like especially when something like a song comes on or like something and then I'll just like feel it it's like very strange yeah but well you're opening up that's how it happens (laughs) I know know? um what are tarot card readings and like how are they used so tarot cards are a form one of the many hundreds of forms of divination Divination is asking the universe a question and using a tool to get to the answer. Um, Whether that's a pendulum, tarot cards, oracle cards, runes, tea leaves, there's um, palm readings, astrology readings, there's lots of different ways to do divination. So tarot cards are probably the most popular because they tend to be the most clear. But basically you put a question um, into the universe and you shuffle the cards and your intention is to um, be able to pull cards that correspond to a solution for you in your life. So <clears throat> sometimes we ask the cards really broad questions like, what do I need to know about right now? Mm-hmm. What needs my attention? Or um, where does my focus need to be? And sometimes they can be more specific, like what's my career path hold? Or what's my love life going to mm-hmm 
I need one of those. Yeah, <laughs> right. That'll be my next thing. Right. They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. Cody had one. I did. How was it? It was all right. What yeah. happened? I don't even remember what all she said now, but it was like very, it was very on brand for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Very she cool. said like a lot of things that I had previously heard like a week before in like a palm reading. Oh, wow. So when it was just like. Yeah. Whenever we went, whenever we met you, uh-huh. when we went to that convention or. To the well, fair. The fair, yeah. Um, we, I had saw a couple weeks before that, like, a palm reader just, like, for the heck of it. Right, right. And um, then he ended up going a couple weeks later, and then, like, probably a week later is, we were, act- I was actually moving from my place in Huntington with Timmy. We had just, and that was, like, a traumatic, we actually took the U-Haul to that fair. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, we're going, we're going. Right, (laughs) oh, my gosh. that's when I met you, and he had to tarot card that reading that day, and he was like, she said exactly what Debbie said before at the palm reading, so that was exciting. I want one sometime. Yeah. Like, right at this point or like at the point that I met with you it was kind of like I was like looking for answers for the death but eventually I do want to do the they're good to do periodically that's how Mm -hmm. I do them I do them sometimes I get into a habit where I feel like I'm on a moon cycle like every new moon I'm pulling my cards sometimes it's monthly sometimes it's once a year do they change does it change change all the Mm -hmm. time because you change your experiences change and you might put a lot of focus and attention on one thing and then it doesn't need any more focus and attention Mm -hmm. for a while Mm -hmm. so absolutely and you get into new relationships or new careers and you want to know you know is this the best place for me to be so the cards can give you like a really great third-party objective look into your life and Mm -hmm. the things that you're going through that's why I love them so much yeah, that's can you do them on yourself? Yes. Can could like I or do I like not have like So, no, you absolutely can. You absolutely can. And I always tell people to start with oracle cards because they're less memorizing. Mm-hmm. They just give you a little message right on there. But yes, you can absolutely learn how to read the cards. The only thing that I tell people when reading the cards for yourself is don't get in your own head about it. Really let your intuition speak to you because it's easy to jump to conclusions or jump to the worst of things Mm -hmm. when it's your own stuff. (laughs) So if you're that person, if that's your archetype already, first of all, the cards will probably call you out on that, Mm -hmm. you know, and they'll tell you, you get in your own head too Are there, are there like bad? Sure. Do you, I guess that's kind of a question for later, but like, do you see like death and stuff on them? Can you? So, um, there is a card called death, um, I personally, and that's a really great question. So I very quickly learned where my limits were as mm-hmm. far as what I can and can't see. Anything with children, being that I have children. Right. Um, I can't, I, my guides will just block it mm-hmm. for me. So what I've asked my angels and my support team, let's call it, to do for me is to shield me from anything that isn't beneficial. Mm-hmm. If it's not a real big piece of a puzzle, if it's not really going to make a huge difference in your life to hear, then it's not something that they will make me experience as the medium, right. as the person to go through. So I don't see people's deaths um, because that's not something that's changeable. That's not something that's constructive for mm-hmm. me to hear. Mm-hmm. So for me to do that, it's just a lot of pain that my body has to process and it's not really good information for anybody to have to begin with yeah so I I actually 
before I had met you, I had set up with a medium and it was like a FaceTime and she is amazing. And like, I follow her on Facebook and I love her too, mm-hmm. but I like that I can actually come like see you. Yeah. And we have like a lot of, lot in common where, you know, she's much older and like we've gone through like some of the same things. So she was really amazing though. And like, we were talking a little bit at the end and she was like, she was like, I know when everyone's going to die. And she was like, it's not, but she was like. I'm just used to that. And she was like, and I was like, well, when am I going to die? And she's like, well, I'm not telling you. Right, right. (laughs) She's like, I would never tell. She's like, if you were going to die tomorrow, I wouldn't tell you. Right. But she was like, you're going to be old. And I was like, well, great. Right, right. (laughs) I'm I'm probably going to be like 95 or something crazy. But the palm reading that I had, she said like the same thing. Like when she like reads like your lifeline. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know. I always have this irrational fear that like something bad's going to happen to me every single day. I'm a mess. <laughs> and I was like, the whole time I was driving, I was like, I'm not going to go in. She's going to tell me I'm going to like die in a week. Oh yeah. my gosh. And first thing out of her mind, she was like, I'm not going to tell you when you're going to die. <laughs> and she like made me sign this like waiver. Uh-huh. I like everyone I've had only had two done. But like for both of them, I had to like sign a waiver saying that like I agree. It was like for like entertainment purposes only. And, right, like, whatever. right. So you can't go back and sue them. Right. But like, it was I have just a like, too. It was just like so funny. She was like, I'm not going to tell you if you're going to die or right. when you're going to die. Totally knew it. She was like, well, you have a long lifeline. And I'm like, great. Right. <laughs> great. So funny. Yeah, I think I mean, it just depends on what your style is. Mm-hmm. I'm a little too take work home with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to give myself breaks from readings from time to time, too, just because... I, like, go home and cry. You think yeah. have, like, sad stuff. Like, yeah. I don't want to know when people are going to die. That's too much for me. Yeah. So I've just asked that that not be a part of the conversation for... But there is a death card, and I do pull the death card in the tarot. What do you getting do back to when that happens? So it doesn't always symbolize a physical death. Sometimes it's the death of a relationship or the death of a job or the death of um, something that was even bad for you, a death of a bad habit. It's... When it's, it can also symbolize birth when it's in its reverse position. So, I think it's a really great card to have in the deck, even when I've chosen that it doesn't signify your right, death. Right. Well, I mean, I don't really think you could take it out, though. I no, mean, death you is can't. like inevitable. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel too. I think it's important. What is Reiki? Is that how you say it? Reiki. You Reiki. kind of told me a little bit about it last time. Yes. But so Reiki is a healing modality. Um, that some people equate to being similar to like massage therapy. Um, You have a person who's either in a chair or on a table, or you can do distance Reiki, to be honest, uh, which is mostly what I do. Um, And you can either lay hands on them or set the intention and draw symbols uh, to pass healing light to them. Um, It was traditionally born in Japan. So it's an Eastern modality. Um, but I am a Reiki master as of like a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. which is really exciting for me. And I use it every single day on everything. I use it to clear things, to empower crystals, to fix a headache, all of it. It's really incredible. So if you've never had it done, it's really mm-hmm. good for your energy system. We've talked about this and I want to get it done before I have the baby because you talked about how it would be good for the baby and all that stuff and I'm just really into all this stuff so I'm like I want to know yeah and um you mentioned crystals like I don't know anything about crystals I have been like Michaela who is like the other part of our podcast she couldn't be here but she does like she has crystals and she started like collecting like what I know they all have different things but like do you like energize that or like what yes 
Yes. So the most powerful part of any type of spirituality thing ever is your intention. The intention that you place into something. And you can put a lot of intention in an object. So like, for example, this is a tiger's eye sphere right here. Mm -hmm. Tiger's eye, naturally, its properties are really protective and they help you with your solar plexus. But so what you could do is you could, right now it's in the sunlight, so that's already clearing out any negativity or vibes from it. Okay. Um, but you could hold the crystal and put your intention into it. Kind of think of what you want it to do for you. You want it to make you feel safe, protected, grounded, um, energized, powerful, all of those things. And then your intention goes into it. Uh, speaking of crystals, mm -hmm. I have a friend who I won't name, and she's going to be so mad if she listens to this because I promised her I'd never tell anyone. <laughs> she went to, like, one of these, like, a re I don't know what kind. She had, like, a palm reading, a tarot, some something or another. She went, I don't know, the form. Um, and the lady told her that she had, like, a darkness following her. Okay. Like, I don't know. We don't know what it is or if it's, like, I don't, I don't know. If it's sure. just, like, bad energy juju or whatever. I don't sure. Know. But, and she carries this little crystal around with her. And... I I was in nursing school with her, and like when we talk about it, like weird things happen. Um, we don't even have to be like with her. Like I go to school with another girl who I'm, I became very good friends with, and we did like a set of clinicals together at a nursing home. And we were sitting at the nursing home, like doing our clinicals, waiting for someone to be done in the bathroom because she was like it's too. It's a whole long story, but anyway, <laughs> we were talking about it, and the light in her she had like a bedside light, and the light in her room like legit like started flickering on and off. Like we just started, and we were like coincidence. And I was like, oh my god, she's not here. And then I'm not even kidding. Like the light like quit flickering. <laughs> like I'm not saying it was like there, which could have just been like a weird coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, like, it's just, like, because she carries, like, that crystal on the topic of crystals, and it's supposed to, like, keep her, like, good energy or something to keep, like, the darkness away or something. So, all entities feed on human emotion. So, when you feed it lots of fear, it gets... Is it, like, this was one of the questions, like, is there, like, a darkness? There's, it's hard to describe. So, there's no such thing as hell. Right. When, yeah, that but, was one of the questions I was going to ask you, but I've kind of come up with that collusion, inclu conclusion, conclusion yes. myself. So, right. yeah. So I don't believe in hell. I believe that there is a vibrational scale and everything is vibrating. Our souls are vibrating too. And I think the higher vibration, the closer you are to what we call heaven or nirvana or whatever you want to refer to that as. So is this like the dimensions? No, um... Not exactly. This vibrational scale that I'm referring to is only in this dimension. Mm -hmm. Well, only in the dimension. I guess I can only really speak about it from where I perceive it, which is from like a 3D dimension. We're all like five-dimensional beings stuck in a 3D dimension, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It does kind of, yeah. So in like the 5D realm where they are, this is that vibrational scale. Let me say that. Like, mm -hmm. the human vibrational scale is way different and way lower. Right. And then there's, like, the 5D, which okay. is kind of what I'm talking about, I guess, when you pass. Because um, you're just back in your soul body. You're not in a physical body anymore. A physical right, right, body right. is 3D. So there is a scale. Um, there is some stuff that is yucky-mucky, you know, whatever. But that's it's, it's not, like, a place. It's not, like, a destination. Right. It's a vibrational state. Is it from... 
people who were once like a human and they died? Or Is it like, like their spirit? Like bad energy? If they believe, your belief and your intention creates everything that happens here in the 3D world and then everything that happens to you after you pass as well. Okay. So if you believe in your heart that bad people go to hell, the experience that you have vibrationally is going to match in some way that belief even after you transition. So if you, and there's a really good book about some of this stuff, it's called Seth Speaks by Joan Roberts. Um, she channels this really cool energy called Seth, but um, they go into a lot of detail about it. And I really connect with what she says, like it really feels right to me based on what I've experienced too. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you believe, for example, if you commit suicide in your culture, if suicide is the worst thing you could ever possibly do and you just, right. you feel like you are gonna go to hell, like you're damning yourself by doing this, but you do it anyway. The vibrational state that you're gonna be in when you transition is pretty crappy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're probably gonna experience a lot of things. I watched this one video and I kind of am careful because even though I'm not skeptical, I am a little bit. Cause sure. I'm like, you know, I, I have a hard time believing everyone. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So, but I did watch this one thing and this, lady who is a psychic meeting was medium was saying like what if you commit suicide if you're in a very very dark place it can take it just depends where you are it depends what you believe and she was like if somebody like people most people commit suicide because they just can't take what they're going through but she was like it just depends like if you're being told like you are going to go to hell, like, if you kill yourself or if you, you know, whatever it may be. It just depends on where you are. If yeah. you just want relief and you're like, I know that I'll go to a better place, you're going to have a better time adjusting. Yes. And is that true? 100%. Yes. 100%. So, like, when they always say, like, what you put into, like, the universe is what you get back. Like, is that, like, that's like, is karma, like, a real thing? Oh, yes. So, I refer to that as law of attraction. Law of attraction says in its definition, that which is like unto itself is drawn. So like attracts like. But the big secret behind that is that everything is made up of energy, right? Like sunglasses, everything, but so are our thoughts. So our thoughts create like things back. So what you think about you bring about we talked when I was here about the baby and Uh we have talked about like obviously it's like traumatic like I lost her dad she's not gonna have a dad and he was like this amazing person but we were talking I was talking about how terrified I am because like I don't have family I don't have support and no one is around here that can help me and I was like saying, like, I don't know who's going to watch this baby. I don't know how I'm going to go back to work, how I'm going to go back to nursing school. And you were like, you just have to think that you are going to find someone that you or find a daycare or whatever, and you're going to be able to do it. And I actually had put out a post on Facebook, like on a group, and it was asking about like daycares and prices and times and things like that. And I was like, I'm going to have a baby and I just need like an idea of what I'm going to do and where I'm going to, you know, where I'm going to take her. And this woman messaged me and she 
I mean, I won't like say who she is or anything, but she, she, this actually just happened last night and she is 44. Her oldest son is my age and she has two relatively younger stepkids that she stays home with. And oh my gosh. She was like, Hey, like I just I saw your post. I wanted to reach out to you. Um, I just newly became a stay-at-home mom. Right. And she was like, I would be more than willing to watch your baby for you if that's something that you want. And we've been talking and I told her like everything that happened. And she seems like I started looking through her Facebook and I mean she's like so great. She seems so great. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, and I thought about that. Yeah. About how we had talked about that. And what I probably told you is to stop thinking about how. Because when you're thinking about how something's happening, you're not thinking about the thing that you want. You're trying to force a way. Right. If you think about what you want, the universe will make it all perfect. Promise. Mm-hmm. I promise you it will. But when you start to think, well, this is how I'm going to get there, and I'm going to go... Uh, on care.com and spend money and hire the best rated blah 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 if mm-hmm. you went that route you probably wouldn't have been as happy right you know who yeah. knows at least right. let's just say it that way but because you kind of surrendered it you kind of gave it up and just said this is what I'm wanting mm-hmm. you kind of surrender and I've just kind of been like um him and my friend Michaela are like my best friends but I also have another best friend and she has kids so and she like has a lot of things going on and she we her and I have talked and she was like you know you already know how hard it is to be a parent yeah this is going to be harder but she was like we will make sure it happens because I'm constantly like I've always tried to be better and I was in nursing school at one point and everything you know and Timmy wanted me to go back and he was like I can't wait And I've just kind of, like you said, given it up. I'm like, I'm going to go back to work. I have to. I'm going to go back to nursing school because I have to Mm -hmm. for myself, for Timmy, for the kids. So it it, it is, like, amazing what happens when you just, like, believe that it's going to. And just be like, you know what? Whatever comes my way, I'll figure it out. Right? I am, like, I am just a mess of a human. Like, I, like, I am a worrier. He worries. Well, I don't worry. Don't say it unless you genuinely want it to be true. See, and, like, that's how I've always been for, like, ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And, like, since she, like, dragged me into, like, this whole world, I'm, like, just, whatever happens. <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Hey, I it's love not it. the worst that's happened to me. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's exactly, like. Like, when I first got, like, the can from nursing school, I was crushed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Same. crushed. Right. And then I was like, you know what? This isn't the worst thing that's happened to me. Right. Right, and it's true. This isn't the worst thing. It's not going to be the worst thing. Bad, worst things will happen. Right, and I shit believe, storms happen. I like, believe it was you that said to me, "What's the worst thing that could happen? Him dying, mm-hmm. and that's what happened." Right. So it can't get worse, right. and it it can. You just, it's just not like right. you can always have it worse, and it's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's absolutely but, true. Like ever since like I got like that first palm reading from a girl back where we live, Debbie, who's I just love her. 
Yeah, me too. She like gave me this palm reading, and it was like I I am skeptical, but I'm open. I'm an open-minded skeptic. Okay. If that makes any sense at all. No, it does. Like I believe people can like do this. Like I believe you can do this. Like yeah. you know, like I've heard what you've had to say about her. Like I know you know things that like there's no way you can just like Facebook me and find out. Right, right. Like that's like what <laughs> I look for. Like whenever I go to one of these. Right. Like oh, you do this, you do okay. Well, you can find that out. But like when you say something that's like well, okay, well no one knows that. Yeah. Like that's when you get like that shiver down your spine, and you're like. Okay. She got <laughs> She knows what's going on. Right. My, my holy shit moment with her was the hair. When he said, what's, what is, he keeps saying about cutting your hair. And oh, that was funny. our biggest thing. That was the biggest, he loved my hair and he hated when I got it cut. And right one of those last few days, he said, oh, I'm so happy your hair's growing back. So that was like my, there's always like an oh shit moment. And one of those, one, every reading I've had it's like there's always that one thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. It's like no way. Right. He told you that. Right. Like he did that. Right. So for me, like I don't have anyone that's like recently like dead that I was close to. Like all of my family is like still alive for now. I'm like knock on wood. Like I haven't had any significant loss. And the thing, like my oh shit, if you will, I find random sparkles on my body all the time. Like it's always on my face. All all the time. Okay. Like that's not something that I just. I sparkle. Right. Like, that's not my like. Right, you're not like playing with glitter every day. No, like it's like no one could be wearing like a sequin shirt around me, just like nothing, and I sparkle. Right, like it's not like glow like a Cullen glow, no. if that makes any sense, like Twilight. But, sure. Like it's just like little sparkles, and that was like my oh shit. Right. Like we were saying, and she was like, "You glow." I was like, "Excuse me." Right. I mean, I'm always glowing, but like. <laughs> She was like, no, you, like, sparkle. And I was like, like, it just gave me, like, the shiver. Right. I was like, oh, this bitch. She's like, right. <laughs> Like, and then, that's like, awesome. not to go out. She just, like, and that's when she said about, like, the dimensions and, like, the ninth. She said, like, I, like, my energy radiates in, like, She's... the ninth dimension or something. Yeah. And I, like, obsess over that. Now, like, I, like, read. I ordered a book from Amazon about it. Like, Good for you. Good for you. Like, that's I'm my ob- thing now. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm obsessed with dead people. He's obsessed with the dimension. And, like, okay. energy. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like, that's, like, my thing. Oh, it's very, very that's interesting. That's what I'm into now. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. <laughs> and she was like, you come from, like, blue aliens. And I was like, oh, okay, blue aliens. <laughs> blue avians. Yeah. And she was like, not in, like, the sense that, like, you think. And, like, well, you know about this, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. So I'm just, like, obsessed with them. You should, um, everybody should download the Gaia app. There's an app called Gaia, G-A-I-A. And there's, like, yoga videos. It's, like, a Netflix. Like, you pay, like, 10 bucks or whatever a month. And there's yoga videos on there, and then they have these series about, like, ancient civilizations and Lemuria and different dimensions wow. and, like, all that stuff. <laughs> like, all these conspiracy theories. Yeah, 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 I love There's that. one called Cosmic Disclosure that I, like, binge-watched for a while. You would absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, aliens, like, the whole nine yards. Like, I was doing my research, because mm-hmm. she was like, go home and read about this. She was like, I guarantee you'll be obsessed, and I'm like, you're not wrong. <laughs> right. And, like, I was, like, reading about, like, all these long lines, like, ancient Egyptians, like, worship, like, Ra, who had, like, bird-like features. Uh-huh. And it, like, dated back to, like, ancient Egypt, like, oh, yeah. people, like, depicting, like, these, like, bird-like creatures. Mm-hmm. as like, then they worship Isis them as, like, a and deity. Osiris, and yes. And she was like, that's what they are. Yeah. She was like, they're energy from the ninth dimension, and I'm like... Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Maybe that's why you're sparkling. Maybe. Right. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Like she in a past like, life, you were yeah. some type of 
That's she said, I, like, come from, like, a line. Like, my soul, like, came from, like, a long line of these people. I see it. Yeah, and it goes all the way back to Egypt, too, which is probably why you're fascinated with it. I'm just, like, I've, I, well, I've always been obsessed with, like, mythology. Like, mm-hmm. Egyptian, like, the gods, like, yeah. Greeks, like, the gods, like, that kind of thing. I've always been, like, I've always been fascinated by, like, like magic-y stuff, if you mm-hmm. will. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's why. I think so. I think so. Because I, I see it. So, that's interesting. Do you see in everyone? Like, can you, like, do you walk down the street or do you have to channel it? Do you uh, have to kind of... That was one of the things I wanted to ask you, too. So, it just depends on what kind of a state of mind I'm in. And it depends on where the moon is, I swear. So, in my natal chart, I have my moon is in Scorpio. And when the moon goes into Scorpio, I don't even need anybody to tell me it's there. I'm just lit up. Okay. And it's, I'm way more sensitive. It's only a couple days that it goes through <laughs> sign. But um, right now, it's in Cancer. So I'm. Oh, that's me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I am a Cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, when it's in a water sign like Scorpio or Cancer, I tend to be more like I can see it on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have more control over it. Let's say when the moon is in like a more earthy sign. Okay. Does so, that get depends. overwhelming to yeah. you? It does, and there's a lot of self care that has to go into what I do. People, I mean. Like, I go and I do a reading for somebody, and I'm here for an hour or a little bit more, but the preparation that it takes for me to meditate and to connect and to take notes and for me to center myself so that I'm not getting physical sensations that I don't want or, Mm -hmm. you know, weird things happening. And then I have to, like, release it all because it all comes into me, and then I have to give some to you, and then anything residual I have to make sure I get rid of or else I'd go nuts. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a big process. It's a big process. Now, how do spirits come to you? Like, how do you see them? So, all different ways. Sometimes I just, not always like an out loud hear, but I just into it, I guess. Um, like a description of a person instead of actually seeing them. But sometimes they do uh, manifest. Show you. Yeah. Show you. Yeah, it just depends on their style, really, and how they think that they'll be able to convey their point best. Whenever I had that reading after you, you had told me that you saw, like, the side of him. You could Mm -hmm. see his hair color, things like that, but you couldn't see facial features. Whenever I had the reading, her name was Isabella. She kind of, like, it was almost like I thought he wasn't going to come through because, like, she she kind of explained to me she sees them as people like it's like they're in her office and they're sitting with her and she can have a conversation with them um but she had said that it's like you kind of have to weed through because there's like more than one and it's kind of like hopefully they'll who you want will come through and she was like saying something about being 180 pounds and I was like, no, he was like 350 pounds. Like he was a huge guy, six foot three, huge. And she was like, but this has to be him. And I'm like, but I'm telling you, that's not how he looked. And she, it was once we re, once we figured out, because she was like, he just keeps saying, like, he won't let us go on until we acknowledge this 180 pounds. When he died, there was on the the bed was a scale and it said like whatever how many ever kilograms he was so we me and his brother were the last ones in there like after we finally were like we just have we can't stay with his dead body forever 
And he was like, what does that mean? And she was like, that's his weight. And it was 180 pounds. We looked it up. Wow. And and his dad was like, no, no, there's no way. Right. You know, he went in there 300, like, that's almost 200 pounds. Like, there's no way he lost that much weight. And I was like, honestly, maybe, because he went from this, like, his arms were the size of your head to being in a in a bed for three weeks. And he was, like, atrophied, like, absolutely no muscle mass, no fat. Right. And once we realized that that's what he was referring to. She was like, it was kind of like he completely physically changed. She was like, and then she was saying he looked like a a biker. Mm -hmm. And that's what he looked like. And I would tell him that. I was like, you should buy a motorcycle because you you look like you should be on on a motorcycle. So, yeah. Like, this amazes me. Yeah. It amazes me. It's really cool. And it's cool that the way that we get the information. Yeah. Because sometimes we'll see a picture. Like, I think I was with you because I started to kind of see it again. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes I'll get a visual and it's not moving. Sometimes I see a whole memory of yours. Sometimes I feel like... I'm just being told. Sometimes I think I'm hearing it. It's it's just all different. And you just it somehow just feel. Yeah, I mean, there are all different types of clairs. There's clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. That's when you see a physical manifestation. That's what she has. Mm-hmm. There's clairaudience, which is clear hearing. That's when you hear like actual words that sound like they're out loud. There's clear cognizance, which is clear knowing. Um, clairsentience. There's all kinds. So there's lots of different ways that the information comes in, and some psychics have two of those some of them only have one some of them have all of them how many do you have i think i probably have them all i've had a lot of experiences right i don't really like keep a tally yeah yeah you know i'm not (laughs) like well i have all the five clairs or whatever you know it's not important for me i can just give you a good reading yeah trust me and sit down and we'll just see how you feel after but um yeah so i've i've had smells tastes the whole the whole gamut oh tastes yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard yeah. taste. I actually usually chew, chew gum when I'm doing a reading. Some people think that's rude, but the tastes are gross. Yeah. So, and I, I want to taste cigarettes or cigars mm-hmm. or things like that. That's gross. So yeah. Let's give that. Or blood, jeez. Yeah, that one that's, too. That's one of the big ones we talked about. I'm like obsessed with Long Island Medium. Yeah. And she'll be like, I taste blood. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, like, right. ew. I know it happens to me too. <laughs> and that's why I chew the gum. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. So are, is everyone the same to read? Are there people that are, like, harder to read? Are there people that are easy to, like, does it just depend on the person? Um, it depends on how open you are to receiving it. I don't like to read people who are out to try to prove me wrong because I need your cooperation to figure out who I'm talking to. I don't know who's passed for you. So it's hard to read people who won't work with me mm-hmm. at all. Um just they don't want to answer questions. Like, is that what you mean? Like, kind of, yeah. Or they just and I don't even bump into people like this anymore. I used to all the time when I first started, and I think it's because I doubted myself. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm really com- confident in myself, it's funny, but I don't manifest readings in my life with people who are difficult. But in the beginning of my career, I had people who were kind of out to prove me wrong, and it's what you set out to find, you'll find. And if you, you know, you can't work with me, you can't talk to me, then you're just not going to get a great reading. But um, there's never been somebody that I couldn't read. Intuitive people, I would say, are sometimes harder because they're already receiving messages from their loved ones. So their loved ones can be a little less talkative from time to time. Do you think I'm intuitive? Yes. 
Okay. I think everybody is, really. See, Some people are what, more than others. That's what I wanted to ask you, because, like, we've both been told that, like, we're very, like, empathic and intuitive people. And, like, it makes, like, sense. It does make of. sense to me. Like, we we always, like, told each other, oh, you're so, we're good judges of, like, character. Yes. And, like, weird things, for me personally, have always, like, kind of happened to me. Like, with, like, the light that I told you earlier. Right. And, like, just, like, rant. Like, I, there are certain times that I don't even know how to explain this. I just feel like there is someone, like, in the room with me. Yeah. Like, the air almost gets, like, thick. Yeah. And, like, I can, like, feel, like, when someone's looking at you. And yes. you can And you can, like, feel it on your back. Yeah. Like, I get that way all the time. Right. Right. So, I've always just kind of been, like, well, am I just crazy? Like, no. am I? No, you're just open to your and the more open you are and the more attention you give it there again your intention behind it is to get stronger to have more so that's what will happen but just here's where I always caution people is don't be afraid of it don't say oh my god there's something in here (laughs) oh my god there's a spirit it's probably like someone's grandma or you know there's 99% of the time it's nothing to be worried about even if you are seeing lights even if you are hearing footsteps even if you are you know it's Trust yourself. If you take your own fear out of it, then trust yourself. I I wouldn't say that, like, I'm afraid of it. Like, it is unnerving. That's good. good. I'm not, see, I'm not like that. Like, I've never, like, I don't feel like, like, I'm very spiritual now. I'm more open. And like I said, I've been more open to, like, feeling Timmy and, like, because I just, I think a part of it is because I just want to so badly. Yeah, sure. But... I'm just, I feel like I'm just intuitive in the way that I know people are bad, if yeah. that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yes. Like, I, I, I've i always been criticized for kind of being judgmental, and I don't try to judge people for choices or things like that, but I just know. Yeah. I just know so I don't like that person, and, like, I am always end up right eventually, whether it's two days from now, two weeks from now, two years from now, ten years from now, like... I could have went to elementary school with that kid and then found something out about him now and been like, I knew there was a reason I didn't like him. Like, I just feel like I'm very intuitive that way. Yeah, absolutely. You're just tapped in, you know, you're tapped in. And that makes you more psychic. Mediumship is the, the other side. So as you read and as you kind of script the things that you're telling yourself about yourself, include the word mediumship when you're trying to connect with him. Can, can you... Can everyone be like a psychic medium to an extent? Yes. Because spirit will never abandon anyone. And they're here letting you know that they're here all the time. Right. So for somebody to completely ignore that their whole life and have zero evidence or proof or even a suspicion that there was ever something more than themselves is like silly. Right. You know, there's almost nobody out there that's like, no, my whole life has been black and white. I can't believe, like, I read this thing. I'm a part of, like, a group on Facebook, and it's for, like, widows, which, of course, we weren't married, but, like, there's all kinds of people on there, and they were, there was a post about that and about, like, it was, like, what's everyone's, like, what do you think about the afterlife? What are your beliefs? And of course, most, especially older people are all, you know, like Catholic religion, like God, heaven, hell. But a lot are like just spiritual and talked about like their beliefs. And it's like a lot of what like you have said and what I believe. But there was this one guy and he literally said, there is nothing. Like, I don't believe there is anything. When you die, you die. That's it. And I was like, I can't believe somebody actually thinks that way. Jewish people don't believe in heaven and hell either. They don't believe in 
I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's just, everybody's different. I don't connect with Judaism, and that's one of the only religions that I really can't get around at all. Um, because obviously I'm a medium, so like it just doesn't it contradicts yeah. with like what I do for a living. Right. Um, but I can get behind Buddhism, I can get behind Christianity, I can get behind paganism, like way more easily Hinduism, any of that. But not really as much that. So on the topic, not to hate. That's no, just no, like, it's just <laughs> everyone believe believe what you want. I don't care. Right. Yeah. But on the topic of like religion, do do you believe that like there is like a like God, quote unquote? I believe that God and the universe can be words that are interchangeable. I believe that God is the universe. I believe that the universe is God. I believe that when we pray, we are setting an intention. We're asking so it, the universe it, it, for something. It's an energy. It's an energy. Okay. So is that like the same thing as like the 13th dimension? Kind of. Kind of. I told of. you, I'm all about that. No, I like it. I like it. I like it. I think so. That sounds right. It's not something that I've, like, explored as well. I believe that I spent some time in 12. Um, I don't know much about the 13th dimension. But I do know that there are different dimensions where things come to fruition or or play out. So, in other words, like, in my, like, interpretation, people say they're either spiritual. Some people say that they're religious. Some people are, like, atheists and don't believe, like... Like that man that just when you die, you die. Right. So it's like the main difference between like being spiritual and religious is just like the different being. Kind like of. Like spiritual is like the universe and, and like souls and energy and like religion is based around like one like supreme being. Yes. In, in your opinion, is there like truth to the Bible? Yes. Like the things that have happened, Jesus, things like that. What I believe personally, and this is just what works best for me, is that... Jesus, Mother Mary, Buddha, um, Kuan Yin, all of those people are what I refer to as ascended masters. They are people who came to a master level in their studies in spirituality. I think that Jesus was one of the most highly spiritual and enlightened beings. So he was like real in your opinion. I believe that he was a real person. Yes. Um, and that he has passed away and, you know, like it's something that I can connect with. But I feel like he is a being that people worship for a reason. He was a really highly spiritual dude. I think that like Gandhi is an ascended master. There are plenty of them. I think Mother Teresa right. could be an ascended master. So I just kind of believe in all of them. And But Christianity would tell me that there's only one God and that I'm worshiping too many gods. Right. So... I can't call myself a Christian because I, I believe in a lot of what the Bible teaches, and I, I, I like the stories, and I connect with a lot of it. It's, I can't really, I guess, call myself a Christian because I believe in more than that, one. That's exactly how I feel. Like, I like, didn't grow up in church, but like, I know my Bible stories. I know all of that. And it's like, like I don't disbelieve that, but like I find it very hard to believe that someone got swallowed by a whale and survived. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like sure. that's for fun. Sure. Not like trying to offend anyone or no. like come for your religion, Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. Sure. But no, no, no. I I totally get that, and I also don't believe that somebody who is a devout Buddhist, Gandhi. I don't think Gandhi went to hell, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like right. I don't think that somebody who doesn't believe that right right is gonna get. I think that just they're all kind of saying the same things. Right. Right. <laughs> they're all kind of telling us to be good people and. Like, to work on positivity, to work on asking the universe, to work on surrendering. All of those things are things that are spiritual principles across all the 
major religions. What what are spirit guides? Because everyone has them, right? Yes. So spirit guides are different whether they're loved ones of yours that have passed away, people that are in your family bloodline who have passed away, or sometimes they're just beings. Um, everybody has a few of them. Sometimes you might have five. Sometimes you might have 40. Sometimes you wow. might have two. It just depends on what you're going through in your life. But they're just there. They're a little different than guardian angels. Guardian angels are there to, like, save you from a crashed car. Spirit guides are there to help you choose the best job or choose the best life partner or et cetera and so forth. So are they, like, that feeling you get in your gut when you know something's wrong? Yeah. Like, is that, like, them being, like, don't do that? Yes. They're, like, hey, you. Do you think people are more, because I've kind of thought about this, too. Like, well, if everyone has these things, why do some people choose terrible relationships, terrible people? Why, you know, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's because they're so turned off. More people are just more in tune with it. So, I think everybody has a certain, every human, let's say, has a vibration, too. We're all vibrating at different frequencies. And when you live in a way that's highly spiritual, you eat good food, you drink lots of water, you move your butt, you know, you're not like a complainer, you have a higher vibration. And when you have a higher vibration, you can listen to yourself better. When you eat McDonald's every day and Doritos and you sit on your couch and watch the news and complain and gossip all the time and feel like crap about yourself, your vibration is way lower and it's way higher. I feel like I've been both of those people. I know, I and I go through both of those people in the yeah. same day often. Yeah. <laughs> that was me at like, that was like 11 o'clock, Katie, and now we're like elevated a little bit to like 7.30, Katie. So this is a way better version of me. And I think that's okay too. But I'm not really tuned into my spirituality when I'm eating right. Doritos, yeah. even me. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just it's just the way that you are. So I think that those people who make terrible choices, they're usually people who aren't really making good choices. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. It kind of begets itself. Yeah. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy because you can't listen to yourself or feel better. And is it kind of a choice? Like, are you... Because, like, I have heard from you and from other people that say, like, you're kind of just destined to die when you die. Mm-hmm. So is your story kind of written in stone from the day, like, from before you are even born or conceived or is it choices in your life too it's it's hard to really say because really your soul has a contract of what am I going to work on in this lifetime what am I here to learn or master and sometimes I see it almost like Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose with those challenges. Sometimes you might be here to get over some ancestral trauma that you keep manifesting in every lifetime or something, something could be, I don't know. And maybe your free will, because everybody has free will, leads you to make bad choices in reaction to that. Does that mean that you will probably come again to re? To try and fulfill that again. Okay. Yep. And, um, like, if I'm meant to die when I'm 90, mm-hmm. could I, like, it? would it be possible for me to, like, kill myself today or at some point? I don't know. You know, that's a good question. I think that 
I don't know. I don't know because I can't see when you're going to die, you know? Right, right, right. So it would be hard for me to, I guess, make sense of that. I'd say your free will trumps everything. Right. So if, if you're death sentenced down, like from the day you are born, be. you are going to die at 82 years old on January the 9th of whatever year. Like right. we have kind of talked, we kind of talked about that because I kind of asked you, was Timmy meant to die at 24? Right. No matter what led. And no matter, I think I'm always going to think something could have happened. Something could have changed it. Right. Do, do you know what I mean? Right. It's hard for me to say that anything is really set in stone. Like, because we just have so many different choices in one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and they can go all across the range of eating Doritos to right. channeling spirit. You know, yeah. it just depends on, on the day <laughs> and the person. So it's hard for me to, I guess, say that it could be set in stone. But I think it's it's predestined. For the most part. For the most part. For and, the most part. And how... I, I've kind of thought about this, too, and I don't know if I'm right at all, but, like, I'm not going to kill myself today. No. And right. so I think I probably will die at whatever age I'm going to die. But I think to an extent you're probably kind of just born with that disposition that you're going to suffer so much that you end up committing suicide or or overdosing or whatever or, it might happen. Yeah. Right, right. Right. So I don't know if that's true, but I, these are things that I that keep me up at night. Right, right. <laughs> and one more question, just to kind of like wrap things up with you. One a personal question that I have for you is, it's about um, soulmates. Okay. I have been told by I've only been read twice, which I've told you before. Um, and in both of my readings, I was told that I have a soulmate, but it is going to be in the form of like a lifelong friend, and not in like a romantic aspect, like. Is your soulmate supposed to be a life partner, or is your soulmate just someone that your soul meshes with? I believe that you can have more than one soulmate. I was going to ask you that, because I literally can't even think that Timmy was the only person, like, my only soulmate. I can't. I can't, because I just can't. No, me neither. (laughs) Me neither, with my Timmy. Yeah, I think I've had three, (laughs) to be honest. I'm on my third right now, so I'm, and it's. But it feels very true to me, and it always has felt very... I was very, very... I felt like Timmy was my soulmate. Uh, And now when I see him, I'm like, yeah, that's my soulmate. And then my ex-husband, I felt like, was my soulmate, too. Now, I could kill him, like... That's how I feel, yeah. I could smack him, but... No, I mean, he's fine. And I really... (laughs) I don't hate him. I still have a lot of love for him, but that was very intense for me when I was with him. And I feel that way now. I feel like this is going to be longer term, obviously, my relationship that I'm in. But I think that every single one has served their purpose. And I also believe that I've had people, friends in my life that have also been really paramount to my, like, evolution. I feel like a soulmate is somebody who helps you grow, helps you along with your soul's purpose. I, yeah. So, of course, that could be your mom. That could be your best friend. That could be your partner. It doesn't matter. So, like, I've always been, like, you know how old people always have the best advice. Yeah, right. Is that, like, kind of back to, like, the whole thing where they say, like, everyone comes into your life for a purpose. Yeah. And that way not everyone in your life is worth keeping. Yes. Because lately, especially now, like, with everything that's happened in the last, with me, like, the shift in my life that I'm making, people that I literally couldn't live without before, like, don't really matter to me anymore. Yeah. A hundred percent. 
And I think people are either in your life to teach you a lesson or to help you in some other way. It's everybody brings some something to you. Right. Everybody brings their medicine to you. Let's say it that way. I... This is just another way that I relate with you because I was married before I met Timmy and I will always have love for him, like you said, but especially now because of like my situation, like we're living together again because I own that house, thank God. Right. And it's not at all like a romantic relationship in any way. And the more that I live with him and and remember how he was... Timmy was put into my life to show me I truly believe Timmy was a soulmate. But like you said, I believe he was too because he was in the worst point in my life. I could not have survived without him at one point in my life. And I found Timmy and I will never find someone like Timmy again, but I will never, I know I will never be in a relationship like that again. Yeah. Even though it wasn't physically abusive, it wasn't intentionally abusive at all, but the personality of him is not who I am, especially now. Right. And Timmy was so perfect for that, for who I am, and to make me kind of realize that, like, you know what? Just because someone doesn't beat me or treat me like complete shit, I'm still not going to put up with with it. 100%, yeah. And, yeah. And you needed to learn that. Yeah. Through some example, Yeah, it sounds like. And if I never would have met Timmy and if he never would have died, like... I wish he wouldn't have. I wish I could have spent the rest of my life with him, but that's not how it worked. So right. there has to be, like, I have to tell myself there has to be someone else just as good for me as he was, because I can't think of living the next 70 years alone. Yeah. And I don't think you will. I really don't see you doing that. <laughs> I, I think that there's another, besides a soulmate, there's something called a twin flame. That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. That's more usually a like a partner or somebody that you're in a like, like a, a life partner relationship with yes see that's what i was told like i'm not going to like fall madly head over heels in love with like a soulmate if you will mm-hmm. but she mm-hmm. they were both like you will find like your life partner mm-hmm. Do you and think like that's... that would like she, i've been told like it would be like she... such immense like love and happiness from that so like she kind of w- told me that too and i was like but i want something as intense like, you know, did you know, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not sure if I, I think you will have very fulfilling relationships that are right. outside of your life partner, but I do think that you'll have a very intense romantic relationship that's going to feel like a soul level mate. I wouldn't write it off. Huh. I, hope, <laughs> I really hope so. Just saying. Can you? Not to contradict anything anybody else has said. Well, no, everyone just, reads differently. Everybody reads differently. I think that she's probably bang she, on yeah. but I just see more too right. so you know don't close yourself off to anything ever well, I mean even I'm open-minded for everything yeah right 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 like I'm not opposed to any like I'm just not at the point in my life where I'm like looking to settle down and like raise a family and be like a husband and oh, buy I a am. house and... <laughs> well I was anyways I couldn't imagine dating right now anyways it would not like I, it wouldn't be it would be a grief relationship yeah but I'm just like Time needs to hurry up. I need to, like, heal. Things need to go by. I, years need to go by so I can be okay again and I can move on. Because... Like, I mean, I've never experienced, like, a trauma. But, like, I'm just, like, 
like, I'm going to be 24, like, two weeks from now, and, like, I still, like, want to go out to the bar and, like, go do this and have fun and just, like, not be, like, yeah bound to one person. And, like, if well, something happens along the way, then, like, I'm not opposed to settling down. Right. It's right. just not what I, like, am looking for. Well, and, yeah. Does be- that make sense? Becoming yeah, a totally. relationship or beca- getting into a relationship, becoming a parent, whatever, does not stop those things. Well, no, Thinks but, about like, all the Think about all the drunken nights we've had, and I've been a mom since I was 16, like... Those things are still gonna happen. Gonna be harder. Gonna have to find a babysitter. But we're fun. I'm fun. Right. I kind of wanted to ask you. Last thing I'm really curious about is reincarnation. Okay. Like, does everyone reincarnate? So that's up to you. It's really up to your soul's contract and what you're working on. My guess is that people who kind of didn't finish what they were here to do probably have to come back and try that once over. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's honest specific timeline you know and there's no such thing as time I have a hard time when I talk about quote past lives there are subsequent lives they're all happening right now we just don't like realize there's no such thing as time right there's no such thing as time so it's hard for me there are future lives too it's your all of your high self can come together all of the best versions of you in all your lifetimes can come together so here we are in this 3D time-space continuum. So we have to kind of keep doing things on a timeline. So I think that, yeah, you reincarnate until you figure it out. And do you kind of, and I think you had mentioned this last time, or at least somebody, I've talked about this with someone. Do you kind of, like Cody and I, I believe is like a soulmate of mine. We've been friends forever, and I truly believe we'll be friends. And we have a connection that I'll never have with anyone else. Timmy, same way, my ex-husband, do we kind of attract those same souls, do you feel like? Like, do you think that Cody was something to me in a past life? Yeah, he could have been your sister in a past life. He could have been your... It's fitting. He could have been your grandma, your great uncle, your teacher. It just, it all depends. Is there a way to... To know. Yeah. Is that kind of like a past life regression? Is that what that is? Yes. And it would be interesting to see the two of you together. What do you do? How do you do it? So you have a reader who does that, specializes in that that stuff. I don't do it as a service. It comes through to me in my mediumship sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's just not something I can sit down and And just bang, bang out. That's not really my call to fame. So, um, but I can tell you about some people who do it yeah one at my fair so oh yeah please yeah, I'm, I'm down like, to do that I really I'm 100% I've been really that. curious who was I yeah right no and it's super cool yeah super super cool and it's really important stuff because then you can kind of get to the bottom of like whatever your lessons are supposed to be and know? like could I have been like a dog in a past is that a thing I think that's a thing I think it's more brief animals right times are shorter right but just one, one. I know I said that last time, but one last thing for me, and I mean, I mean it this time. <laughs> do like, I, like clearly, like I've, the church is oh, you're gay, you're going to hell, blah blah. Not like whatever. I don't care. It's that's your belief. That's your belief. Like it doesn't affect me any. But like, do like like the soul that I have? Does it have like a sexual orientation, or do I do souls just attract to who they attract to? They just attract to who they attract to. Yeah, you don't have a sexual orientation. There are, I think. Within every person, there is some percentage of both masculine and feminine energies. See, and I say that all the time. Like, we say that all the time. Like, I 
Like, I'm gay, clearly. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a secret. <laughs> and, but I feel like I am, like, I'm mad. You know, I can grow a beard. I can do car stuff. I can do. But, like, I like makeup and I like look at nice and I like clothes. Yeah. So you maybe just have a high percentage of both. Who knows? <laughs> you know, it just, it doesn't. Right. Everybody's different, and everybody has a percentage of both. I am, like, super feminine, and my husband is super masculine. Right, and that's right. why we have a good relationship, because I, there was a cicada in our house yesterday. And I'm like, I'm going to burn it down. Okay, I just want you to know. Just call 911 now. And he, like, can handle that and, like, adequately be the protector and whatever. And I am, like, the complete how, opposite. That's how I've always been in relationships, yeah. too. Like, right now I look like I just rolled out of a swamp but like for the most part I love hair I love makeup yeah. I'm very girly and it's one thing Timmy loved about me my ex-husband loved it about me and they're very masculine both of them completely different ways yeah I think but like when you get that balance from another person that's all that matters yeah you know what I mean right. it doesn't matter what their sexual orientation is as long as they have the balance that you're looking to counterbalance you. so is that like a human thing like yeah, sexual so. orientation like you just like what you like it have nothing to do with like what you've been in a past life or what your soul has to say or I think certain people have very prominent past lives and remember their past lives well enough to have my phone ended up cutting us a little bit short but um we had a really good interview with Katie and we want to thank her so so much for letting us come and bother her thank you everyone make sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and check out our website